podcast is part of the Podcast Your Scene Network. Visit us at www.podcastyourscene.com. Hey, it's Bill. This is Three Questions in a Song, episode number 36. And with me is Matt from Sirithrism. Did I? No, Sitherism. <laughs> Sithurism. I Sith-erism. always say it's, it's not Sith Mayism, it's Sithurism. Sithurism. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I was going to mess that up. Did you hear us talking about it in the last episode? Did you have a chance to listen to it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I heard the little clip. We we get that a lot, and it, it'll even be like uh, like if we're playing a show and one of the other bands is giving shout outs to all the bands, like, all right, let's give it up for Tanzan, let's give it up for. Um, uh how do you say that other band's name <laughs> <laughs> the other guys <laughs> yeah like those uh the Sith, uh, whatever those other guys <laughs> the, the, the the guys who scream the whole time so I, i'm not going to give away the question but i will tell you later after after you answer ray's question what what we <laughs> what what we discussed <laughs> okay <laughs> sounds good um so as I told you earlier, that this is kind of rapid fire. Ask a question, mm-hmm. ask a question, talk about the song, ask a question, ask a question, time to go. <laughs> okay. um, so my first question for you, is, um, being out of Chicago, and mm-hmm. I, I don't, you know, I don't know a lot about this Chicago scene since I'm like 45 minutes from Pittsburgh. Okay. <laughs> um, if one of the bands from here, from this area would come to Chicago to play, what would you tell them about the scene there? Um, I mean, I'd say it's, uh, whatever genre of music they play, I think that there would be, you know, there would be some bill for them to jump on. Like we've played, I mean, we've only played a handful of shows, maybe like five or so now, but I mean, even just like the diversity of the sound of the acts that we've played with has been really, really impressive. And there is a lot of, uh, you know, what I'll call largely undiscovered talent that's floating around in Chicago. And then we've also had some acts like from Michigan and Indiana come. So um, I guess that's what I would say is just, you know, you're, you're going to find somewhere to play. You're going to find a bill that you fit in well with. I am. Um, I've been to Chicago once. Um, I need to find a different way to get there because I didn't like driving through <laughs> Gary. <laughs> yeah. I, Gary, for college, Gary I had to drive bad. through, I had to drive through all the time when I was in college. It does not smell good. <laughs> I was with my brother. He's like, Hey, put your window down. I was like, ah, oh, why'd you tell me to do that? <laughs> Yeah, I, I know that sensation very well. <laughs> um, so having the morning I've had, well, the morning last night too, um, I haven't really given the second question much thought. Maybe okay. I'll give you one of my, my oddball questions. Um, if there was a apocalyptic event, Maybe there's one now. <laughs> yeah, I was I was gonna say, okay, this is kind and, of hypothetical. And um as as it comes to an end, there's a handful of people left, and only one song from every band survives. Which song from Sitherism should survive and why do you pick that one? Hmm. Um, I think for me personally, it would be the song Everything and Nothing. Um, which is the closing track off of our first EP. Um, And the reason that it would survive for me is because that EP was normally, I try to make my lyrics kind of 
complex and abstract and like the meaning isn't just uh you know readily apparent i try to make it an art form like that but our first ep was just more of an emotional outpour for me just because i needed it at the time and that last song kind of like has the biggest emotional significance to me um so yeah everything and nothing okay um before we get into the song bloodlust um why don't you throw out um what what genre you get you consider yourselves and <laughs> we mentioned that you're from chicago but um you know yeah just let's go with that what genre yeah we we've, we've had this discussion a lot of times cuz you know it's like we don't really want to say we're anything but everyone's like no you have to be something but um we just kind of consider ourselves to be like genty deathcore um cuz like they are very uh like the other guys in the band are very gent inspired um, and we are really, really heavy, but we think we're a bit more like structured than traditional deathcore. So, yeah, that's I usually just say it's genty deathcore. <laughs> we're gonna you're gonna coin that. We're gonna make that a new sub sub genre. <laughs> All right, that's gonna show up on uh, Wikipedia now for bands. Genty deathcore. <laughs> it's official now. <laughs> it's been recorded. It has been said. Therefore, it is. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm gonna go trademark it. <laughs> All right, so this section, you can either tell me what the song is about or if there's a story, uh, maybe that something happened when you were recording it or um, what caused you to come up with the lyrics, anything like that. Okay. Um, yeah, so they for most of the songs, it's only been our most recent one that I've actually named it. All of the rest of them were named by the guys when they actually wrote the instrumentals, and then I kind of just took the name that they gave it, and then I turned it in, like I wrote the lyrics around that. And Bloodlust actually worked out because it was about what I wanted to, like, it fit with what I wanted to write about. And uh, basically, you know, like, political tensions have been mounting for, like, in exponential increasing um, magnitude for quite some time now. And I don't like music that's overtly political, and I don't really like music that's just kind of pointed at one side or the other, because that's not really what I listen to music for personally. But sometimes I feel the need to make statements. So if I do that, I kind of try to just make like a general statement about everybody or just kind of something that's more, you know, a societal issue, not necessarily a political issue. But bloodlust is basically about how you have these people over here and you have these people over here and they're both really, really angry at each other. And they're all just saying, oh, I wish that we could all just stop fighting and we could listen to each other and, you know, actually try to start a dialogue and move forward. But those same people take no steps towards actually making that happen whatsoever. So it's just me calling out to be what I see a very widespread hypocrisy. And that is where I fit bloodlust into the lyrics. Like in in the chorus, one of the lines is words cannot hide your bloodlust. Basically saying, yeah, you can pay lip service to this all you want, but until you actually start acting in accordance with what you're saying, I think you're just being a hypocrite. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a moment and we're going to listen to Bloodlust by Scytherism. And we're going to come back and for a couple more questions. Ignorance of eyes 
and we're back. That was Bloodlust by Scytherism. Um, with me is Matt, the lead singer. They got a little wave for you, for those of you that are listening to the podcast. I also put singer in quotation marks for, for you like, <laughs> you like vocalist better? Yeah, or, we'll go with that. Or, yeah. or growler or screamer? Or <laughs> I, 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 I wear many hats. <laughs> Front man. <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. All encompassing. <laughs> right, so at the end of the last episode, Ray Powers asked a question of you. And I'm going to let him do that. First of all, great group, real heavy grooves. I love them. Now, I now guys, I admit I had to Google this, and I'm sure you get this all the time. But what was the story behind choosing Scytherism as a band name? And I love that there's an actual name for that phenomenon. Yeah, I had no idea until I Googled it. <laughs> and you Googled it to find out what it meant. I Googled it to, to see right. how you pronounced it. <laughs> Yeah, I was hoping you knew, or else I was going to be screwed. Well, I did know, and I still messed it up. <laughs> uh, so it was named uh, well before I joined. I was actually the fourth of five guys to join. Um, but our guitarist Donish, our guitarist Donish, uh, ultimately started the band, and uh, he gave it the name. And he wanted something that was a little bit different, which Scytherism is. Like most, I sure as hell didn't know what it mean when I first or heard it or knew how to pronounce it. Um, and uh, he, he thought that it fit well with our style because like our music is really, really heavy, just like unrelenting and heavy. Um, but there is a touch, like there's just kind of a general ambience that goes along with it too. Like we use a lot of droning sounds in the background and um, you know, there, there's just a very heavy ambient component to it. Uh, so we thought that the word kind of fit well with the music in that sense, because the word Scytherism, like, it's a pretty heavy word. It's got some gravity to it. But then the meaning is actually the sound of wind blowing through the trees, which in and of itself has a very ambient connotation. So we thought that the, or he thought that the word kind of mirrored the music pretty well, like, because they're both heavy, but ambient at the same time. So when when I put the the question in, when it's edited in, you'll hear a little bit of the conversation that Ray and I had. I Googled it because at that point I was like, man, I better make sure I've been saying this band name right. <laughs> and as you hear at the beginning of this episode, I still messed it up. It's okay. <laughs> Everyone always does. I'm used and, to it. And he looked it up because he wanted to know what it meant. <laughs> so between the two of us, we got the pronunciation and the meaning now. <laughs> Sometimes it does take two people with that word. <laughs> Tom Ticka is the the guest on the next episode. Mm -hmm. um, do you have a question for him? Uh, yeah, he was. Uh, so they're the impersonators, correct? Yes. Uh, so I guess I have a sarcastic question and then a real question. Um, who exactly are you impersonating? Oh. Uh, <laughs> but then uh, I, I just kind of want to know the general story behind the Sad Cafe EP because I, just, I love the name Sad Cafe in and of itself. I don't know why. I just do. And the cover is also very interesting. And then when all that is kind of paired with just the, the general uh, theme and aesthetic of the music, like I just kind of wanted to know what was going on there because there's a lot going on and I'm intrigued now. But what your, your homework assignment now is to listen to the next episode so you can hear the answer to your question. All right. I think I can do that. Can you give me... a? Well, the listeners, some places to find you guys online. 
Yeah. So, I mean, we, um, we're on just about everything imaginable. Like after we release, I even get a notification that our stuff's up on title. I don't even know if anybody uses it, but, uh, all of our stuff's up on YouTube. It's on Spotify, Apple music, Amazon, like any streaming service that you could think of. It's on Deezer for God's sake. Um, <laughs> so yeah, just like anywhere, YouTube, any streaming service you use, uh, Bandcamp, which is printed right down there on the video. I'm going to throw a bonus question at you. I, okay. I'm going to probably change the name of this thing to four questions in a song. Cause I do that more than I don't. <laughs> If you were able to sit on that bench that everybody talks about for an hour and okay. speak to any musician in the history of, of music, who would you want to speak to and what would you ask them? Um, so it, it would be Chad Gray from uh, Mudvayne slash Hell Yeah. He's like, I, I don't really, you, you don't hear a lot of it in the Sithrism stuff, but like I, I've done other projects and he, uh, Chad Gray is, has always been my biggest influence. Um, I guess I would, I don't really have a specific question, but I would probably just kind of poke and prod, no pun intended, because there's a song called Prod on that album. Uh, but I would just kind of generally ask him more about uh, what went into the writing of LD50. Is that that's my favorite album ever written. And there's just like, there's so much there in terms of meaning and uh, like subliminal themes and like all the number symbolism that they do and everything. So I would just kind of generally like to know more about the writing process for that album and what went into it. Hey, I want to thank you for coming on, Matt. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. And um, everybody make sure you check them out. Um, Sithrismmusic.bandcamp.com. The spelling is right below my face. (laughs) (laughs) You'll have to Google the pronunciation. That's right, because I probably am still not saying it right. (laughs) No, I I, I think you got it down by like the third time. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Make sure you check us out each, the first and 15th of each month for three questions in a song. Pennsylvania Rock Show is every Friday. Um, And we will see you next time with Tom Ticka from the Impersonators. I think that's about it. (laughs) All right. Sounds good to me. Yeah, again, thanks for having me. This episode of Three Questions of a Song has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be introduced to more on-site music from around the globe. Don't forget to rate and review the show, and we'll see you on the next episode.